Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose. This is a show that brings women together, women who are answering God's calling in their lives every day and living in their purpose with confidence. I started this show with the purpose of bringing together a community of women who are dreaming, doing, and making an impact on the world using their talents, their gifts, and their life experience. I strongly believe that having a supportive and spirit-filled community is instrumental to starting and growing any business. I believe that women need to be united and lift each other up and help each other shine. With God as our guide, we can do anything. So are you ready to join us? Then let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Driving in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonor, your host, and I'm so happy you can join me today. Today, I have another special guest. She is Krista, and she's going to tell you all about herself in just a second. But I'm going to tell you something that I have been following her YouTube channels, and she is out of this world amazing. I think you guys are going to love her. So let's go ahead and without further ado, introduce her. Krista, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Rosie. And I actually am your fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you said that you've been following me, I, it's, you know, kind of like, wow, I'm following you. Yeah. <laughs> and I love your show so much. I love the wonderful ladies that you have on your show. It's just, just amazing, strong, powerful women uh, who are making a difference in this world. And I love that. And you are one of them. So thank you so much for including me in that. Um, and, you know, uh, I am Krista, and I have so many things to introduce. I am a wife of 34 years um, to my wonderful husband, and we actually, I'll tell you more about that, we have a marriage ministry. Um, and then I also am a mother of three wonderful children, one girl and two boys, in their 30s, <laughs> adult children. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard to believe because I can, it feels like yesterday I was 30. So <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know if it's easier when they're kids or when they're grown up. It's, uh, you know, it's a whole nother challenge when they're adults. But I love it very, very much. And I, for 16 years, up until this last March, owned a bridal boutique. Um, Krista's dress shop in uh, downtown Twin Falls and was part of the downtown um, scenery and um, just loved this community and they loved me and it was amazing. Um, God, you know, I'll tell you more about that, but God, you know, just brought me through some amazing times and some hard times. And uh, by his grace, <laughs> I got to retire <laughs> last year um in March of 2021 so and now I am a seamstress sewing out of my home I actually have been a seamstress longer than I owned the bridal shop that's how I got into uh, the bridal shop is that my clientele slowly increasingly became brides and uh, my favorite things to sew and work on are formal wear I love all the lace and I 
you wanted to be a fashion designer when I was younger, so it just kind of fit. <laughs> so I'm probably answering your next few questions. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's great. Yeah, I love it because I can see the passion and what you do uh, or, at, well, you're still doing it because I know you're going to tell us a little bit more about that. But mm -hmm. um, I, I can see that it's something that you really love and, and that um, I'm guessing that you're good at because it seems like people are still finding you. So I want to hear more about that. Take us through your journey there. What are some of the lessons maybe that you have learned through that? Yes, um, so many lessons, but uh, it was quite the journey. And in fact, one that when I was a really young girl, all I wanted to do was be in the fashion world. Um, I love to sew uh, and I just love fashion. By the time I was in high school, I knew I wanted to be in fashion. Um, but the problem with that is I also had a love for God and I wanted to serve him and I couldn't figure out how that fit. Um, and then the other thing is, is I had some parents that didn't think that the fashion industry was really a great place for a good Christian girl. In fact, uh, I think they even said to me, good Christian girls don't go into fashion. That's a really scary world. And so heartbroken, really, because I just felt like that was my desire. Um, I kind of just went different directions. Um, you know, I still stayed in retail for some reason. I just was attracted to that. And, um, and then I met a wonderful, my wonderful husband and got married and had children and became a mom. And I absolutely loved that part of my life. I'm so glad that I had that part of my life. Um, I got to be with them, but I always kept that little sewing and creative kind of part of me. Um, to the point where as my children aged and they got into junior high, I almost started to feel like I don't know what's next. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, okay, my children are now getting to the age where they don't need me so much anymore. What is my purpose? I don't, and I kind of went back to those memories and I kind of spent a lot of years in some deep depression not only that, but life and its disappointments and the hurdles I went through in my marriage, you know, all these different things had just kind of accumulated onto me as just a really deep depression. And long story short, you can watch my channel um, and kind of find out more information. But long story short, um, God healed me with my business from depression. And the reason he did is because I almost got to the point where I couldn't get out of bed. One night I woke up in the middle of the night and I had a dream of a dress. And it was just like all my creativity sparked again. And I ran to the fabric store and I bought fabric and I made a dress in one day, a big, beautiful, you know, ball gown. And my husband came home and he was so confused. <laughs> and, but he saw that spark of when we first met in a long time ago. And he says, oh my gosh, if this gets you out of bed and this, you know, here's some money, go, go make another dress. I made another dress. Neither of the dresses were in my size. I don't know what I was making them for, but I just knew that, you know, something had sparked again. And I feel like it was God kind of going, you know what? I put that desire in you. I put that creativeness in you. And you can believe it or not, use this for me. And he showed me how he can use this gift. I used to think as a, as a young girl, you know, everybody who could play piano, they could be on stage and, you know, at church and uh, missionaries. I'm like, what am I going to do? Show up in the middle of 
of Africa with a sewing machine. <laughs> I guess I could, but I could never figure out how to fit that into God's plan for me. And um, slowly, bit by bit, you know, God never does anything really fast with me because uh, I don't like change. <laughs> so he uh, slowly, my, through my husband, you know, kind of encouraging me. And then he happened to work uh, for a top beverage company. Uh, he worked for Pepsi-Cola and he knew all the restaurants in town, all the vendors. He went over to the ballroom and said, hey, my wife is making these dresses and you do weddings. Can she put like a mannequin in your window or something? One thing led to another. Boom, boom, boom. I'm just suddenly I have a wedding business. And in the midst of all of that, there's a lot in between that. I did costuming for um, Magic Valley School of Performing Arts, which is a performing arts group. Um, and that kind of started to spark that again. Um, I started doing customers out of my home because my husband, who was a networker, he put my cards in the fabric store and said, <laughs> you know, so he was, he was very instrumental in that. But, you know, I kind of, a year or two into it, kind of look back and go, huh, I haven't felt depressed in months. I get up every day. And the reason is, is I suddenly had purpose. I had mm. brides who were counting on me. I had to get up. Um, my kids counted on me too, but at that point they were older, yes. you know, mm -hmm. and pretty soon I was um, ministering to people young couples in the marriage ministry, which is another whole side of my heart all the way from the beginning. So God is just so good. Um, he healed me and brought me peace with the business, mm -hmm. which is amazing, you know, that he would heal me without me even knowing it. It was by serving others really is, is how it goes. <laughs> That's amazing. I am so encouraged by that. Uh, it's, it is, uh, it is interesting because, you know, I, first of all, I appreciate you being so real and vulnerable about your depression. That's definitely not something that um, everybody shares. Uh, and it's something that is, I, I'm sure so many of us can relate. And one degree or another, whether we've falling into a deep depression or maybe not that deep, but we've just gone through a difficult time in our lives or just a sad time or an unsure time. Um, just to hear you share that is, is so relatable. So thank you for sharing that. And um, so now that, you know, so, so now that you have, you, you're saying that, you know, you're, you found your, your purpose there to, to sort of, aside from ministry, of course, and serving God, but to, to help these brides and use those gifts and talents. I think it's so great that it's like God gave you that dream, right? And he, he was like prompting you, you know, it's amazing. Um, Oh gosh, I can say stories too, but I'm, I'm, I, it's amazing. I, I can, I listen to your story and I'm like, yep, that's God. God works that way. Right. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, after that, so like towards maybe the end, I understand that the boutique is no longer around. However, you're doing something still with the bridal, um, with bridal dresses. So could you tell us about that transition into uh, what happened a few years ago when, when that transition happened for you in your business? Yeah, uh, the, you know, the, the dress shop was amazing. It also, my daughter kind of grew up in it from 16 on and um, 
it really transformed and changed both of us. Mm. We were both shy. We were suddenly confident. We, you know, God just fulfilled a lot of dreams, all of that. But because we're human, you know, about 10 years into it, the dress shop began to take over my life. Mm. Isn't it amazing that as humans, uh, we can turn something that God used to free us into a whole new prison. That's true. And, you know, um, I will say that God used the really hard times to make me lean on him and trust him. You know, we went through the recession of 2008 and nine. Um, we even lost our home because we had to decide between the business and um, our home. At that point, the kids were all gone. And, you know, we were like, you know, the, the business, let's just keep it going. Um, so we went through some really hard times where people just were scared to spend money, especially on a luxury, like a wedding. Um, people were being laid off at work, you know, all of that kind of stuff. We had some other instances like um, Alfred Angelo, which was our main supplier, um, actually uh, claimed bankruptcy overnight and did not tell anybody and left us down without a lot of dresses for our brides for that whole summer. It was July 17th, so you can imagine we're right in the middle of the bridal season and I'm waiting for a lot of orders to come through. But God walked us through all of these little things. I don't want to take too much time on that. But that year, 2016, um, right before Alfred Angelo closed, I had been feeling this anxiety. My health was um, starting to waver. I was, um, you know, I, I just had a lot of anxiety that was starting to take its toll on me. Um, physically and my heart, my blood pressure was up. My cholesterol was up. I had gained a lot of weight and it was, my daughter had left for college and I was suddenly here. The last five years of running the business were very stressful and hard. And, um, I kind of let it consume me, Mm. um, which is, you know, it became my prison. So that year or that that September, I really felt like I had been doing words of the year. And I had seen in a guidepost magazine that uh, gals, um, this one gal, she chose a word of the year every year. And then she would kind of research in the Bible all on that word and stuff. So for a couple of years, I had been doing that. And then that year, the anxiety of that summer was just intense. And um, there was just so many bills coming in. There was so many employee problems, all of the things that come with a lot of businesses. Um, And I was trying to trust God, but of course, um, I was also trained more to trust myself, which, you know, (laughs) you really need to put all of that on God. Um, And I felt like that year, I needed a word that was like rest, or I needed it to be like peace. I needed it to be something that would, this next year, 2017, would just kind of refresh me. I needed an easy year, you know, that's what I was hoping for. Mm -hmm. And I walked into a church service and they handed me a bulletin and it had the word shalom on it. And all around, and for months I had been searching for my word of the year and all these words rest, they were all around this shalom word. And I realized you opened it up and it told you what shalom was. It was tranquility. It's rest. It's 
um, it's peace, it's uh, wholeness, completeness, it's everything that I had been looking for. And so that year I made my word for co the coming up year, 2017, Shalom. And that fall, I made some decisions in my business, according to that, well, if I am going to have peace as my word, I need to get rid of things that are not peaceful in my life. And so we started to back away from this company, Alfred Angelo, and we had made some critical decisions in our purchases and stuff to move away. And when the next July, they went bankrupt, I only had six brides that had wedding dresses from them where before it was three quarters of my entire inventory. Wow. So God used that to save my business. And I've learned to trust him and tr trust the little instincts he gives me. Mm -hmm. But basically the transition was that the business became a prison. And now I was relying on God. Okay, God, I need you to give me peace. And he walked me through the next five years with these different words, I kept shalom as my uh, word. And then I would learn subwords like abide. So a whole year I learned that if I am under his wings of protection, and I looked up everything in the Bible about abide, and that I will have peace because I have security. He's protecting me. Um, I have the word love. I learned how much he loves me and how much I need to love others, and how that brings peace into my life, and so on, and so on, and so on. Well, it came down to, I knew we were coming up to 16 years. Um, actually, at that point, it was probably 14, and I started to pray about, I think the end is coming. You know, um, Lord, I need to know when should I exit, and how do I do it? Um, and that was really hard because I kind of saw this business going on for the rest of my life. But sometimes God urges you, he urged, just like he urges me to start, he urged me, it was time to leave. And it took me a year and a half of praying and wrestling with God to finally make the decision, it's time to leave and God knows what's next. And that was the hardest last year while I waited for my final lease in uh, 2021, um, that final year to say, what do I do next? <laughs> you know, yeah. this was my purpose. Mm -hmm. This is the gift God gave me. And now you're telling me to walk away from it. And that was hard in itself. Um, but what I found is in 2021, my word became freedom. It was shalom, freedom. And um, I walked away and said no to some things. And God showed me that he would fulfill me and give me everything, but without the overhead and the headache. And so I am still working with brides more than I ever thought I would be. Um, but I am in a home studio now with no overhead, still running a bridal business but not worrying about the retail part of it and getting all the benefits and none of the headaches. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and God knows what he's doing. Um, yeah. And I'm just learning to walk and trust him because sometimes it's time to start a business and that's what God's going to lead you to for freedom. 
And sometimes it's, you have to close a business or start a new one or start a ministry. Um, I think the important thing is, is to listening to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Kind of moving with him and learning to hear him, which is some of the hard part, because a lot of times I want my own will. And then I put God's name on it, you know, like, um, I want this. So, you know, I read my Bible and I go according to, oh, God wants me to do this, you know, but I, I think what's been the true piece is learning to trust him. And even when I don't understand what he, his next step is to say, God, you know, and you have something even better than I could even imagine planned that's right that is how god mm. works amazing amazing what a great yeah. story what a great story awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um so let's transition into your youtube channels uh because i know that your channels at least i know for sure well i think both of them really because you mentioned marriage ministry as well so tell us about both these channels uh, i follow both <laughs> for you ladies oh, to know. I, I love both channels but if you could tell us a little bit about both channels and um how do you use your gift and your life experience for or through those channels? Well, part of the closing of the shop um, was I had come in, what, five or six years studying the word shalom. I have a journal for every single year, and I now have subword words, and I keep using the word shalom, and, you know, I, I get a new word every single year. <laughs> but um, now my word is trust, as I kind of mentioned. Um, but one of those things was I really, as I was closing the shop, I realized I have these journals just filled with God's word and God's plan for peace in my life and the journey that he took me through, uh, the hard times where he, you know, where I had to trust only him. And I just kept hearing the word, do a YouTube channel. And I'm like, what? You know, what is it? You know, do a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, like I'm an introvert. So, yeah. you know, even though I ran a business, putting a camera in front of me was not, you know, what I had imagined. Mm -hmm. But God, I just have been showing up and being faithful and just, you know, I wanted it originally when I had closed the shop, everything to be perfect. I wanted to have this perfect backdrop and all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, four months in, I was like, okay, it's either start it or, you know, or just don't start it. And God doesn't want me to have all the humanly things perfect. And so most of the time on Finding Shalom, my YouTube channel, um, I've got a mess of sewing behind me or around me. Um, I've got uh, oftentimes a steamer, an ironing board, <laughs> something. <laughs> you know that I actually love that because it's so authentically you that it's just like, oh, I just feel right at home with you. Like I'm visiting you and I'm just sitting there and just chatting with you over coffee as you're taking a little break, you know, to to chat about God like it's it's so you I love it oh thank you often what you don't see is my pants are covered in thread <laughs> from top to bottom <laughs> and I'm usually sitting in my slippers and those are covered in thread so, <laughs> so I had this just beautiful image of perfection and God said no just turn on the camera 
That's right. (laughs) You know, and some, some days I have something great to say. And some days I think, oh boy, I don't even know what to say. But somehow, you know, I get on my knees before, right before I do it. And somehow God speaks through me. And sometimes it's when I've shut off the camera and I've even told my husband, well, that was a disaster, (laughs) but I'm going to, I'm going to post it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's when you're most, it's when you're most real and most vulnerable. And just Mm -hmm. when you share your heart, when sometimes it's what women need to hear. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that channel is mainly just my journey, my journey. And some, some days I get it right. And some days I don't get it right. Um, but it's my journey, finding peace and trying to share with people that you don't have to live, um, with anxiety and depression. Yeah. It, you know, if we make the wrong choices, we do fall into that. I fell into it about a week ago. Um, but I was able to pull myself right back out and say, wait a minute, I just made some really bad choices. And I'm going to share that with you. Um, you know, um, and God is good and he has been good. And I have been living a life of peace, um, despite a lot of craziness going on around me. Um, and then our second channel is, um, uh, the say I do forever. Um, and that is our couples channel. And that comes actually from our heart. Um, We've probably been in marriage ministry way longer than I worked with brides. Ironically, um, my husband, and that came from a love of the fact that when we first were married, uh, we went to an amazing church in Southern California in Riverside, BCC. They had 10 pastors and they had one pastor that was specifically um, designated for young marrieds. So our Sunday school class was like a small little church and we did everything. We had classes on parenting, classes on finances, classes on everything. So the first five years of our marriage, we built such a strong foundation. And then we had to move up here to Idaho, love Idaho. Um, but you know, we had a job change. Um, I had had a job change and that brought us up here and just a slower life for our children and stuff like that. But we realized when we got here that there was no marriage ministry. We kind of showed up like, where's the young Mary's class, (laughs) you know? So, um, what we ended up doing is we would dive in here and there and just try to teach. We weren't great at it. Teach Sunday school classes, uh, all different kinds of marriage ministries. We started, um, we did a, a couples conference. We actually did a couple of those. Um, but we always struggled to, you know, and we were always trying to do marriage ministry. Ironically, the funny thing is, is that I told God years right before my depression, I will never work with young couples again. They're all getting divorced. It's a big mess. I'm no good at it. I don't want to work with young couples anymore. And I woke up from my depression, owning a bridal shop, and two a couple of years in went, I'm working with young couples. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> and God said, I'm going to use your sewing as a marriage ministry. Mm-hmm. And I spent 16 years just loving on young brides, young grooms. We did tuxedos um, and just having a blast and ended up, uh, we gave away, we give away a, a book. Um, saving your marriage before it starts. 
And in the last three years that I was in business, we gave over 400 of those away to all of our brides. And I'm still Amazing. giving them away. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they, um, we just still have a heart for it. And ironically, too, my husband is kind of a jump in and do it kind of a guy. And I knew God was pushing me to do the financial loan channel. And I was, I started it, I opened it, you know, I him hawed around. Um, and finally he says, well, I think we should do one for the marriage ministry. And that day he jumps in, makes a couple videos. Suddenly we're off and running. And I'm like, and my financial channel hadn't even gone. <laughs> so a couple <laughs> months in, I'm like, okay, I think I've got enough courage now. So he's my kind of um, networker, inspiration. He pushes me when I'm going, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's so great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and yeah, so we have both of them now. So we did not plan on having two. <laughs> but I love both because I, I learned so much from each and they're, they each have their own um, personality. <laughs> yeah, and, they do. Yeah, they do. They have their own personality when you're you're with your husband. If you guys are together, but I really do see when when in, in that channel, you guys are are really in tune with each other, right? You're oh. you're you're really in tune, and um, it just flows. And uh, you know, I think that the the message that I get there is that. And maybe, and who knows, maybe your journey, it took a long time to get here. I, I don't really know the, the whole story with your marriage, but I can see that you guys um, have a, a growing marriage. You have a, a marriage that is blossoming, that is glorifying God. Certainly no one has a perfect marriage, but uh, you have one that, that I look at and I'm like, I hope and pray that my husband and I can be just like that when we're in that stage of our lives that we can be when we're retired and we're just, you know, we can maybe start a child together. I don't know, but like, I hope not only that, but also that we can just flow that way, that we can continue to grow in our communication, continue to grow in just the way we work with each other. So I know right now we, we do have a, um, it's funny that you said young married ministry because we lead a young married ministry and we started one. It's so funny. Like it wasn't us. It was our, 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 um, evangelist who had sort of the idea hey you guys why don't we know and I said we I were like it. sure yeah we were like great because we were we were helping with leading the singles ministry in our church which we still love so much um but we we were like okay we're about to have a, a baby at this point and you know so that was the next move so when you were talking about having a, a young marry ministry uh or, or just leading it just taking those steps to make it happen you know i love that too because it shows that you don't wait for someone to tell you to make it happen you don't have to if god's prompting you maybe you're the one that he was waiting to go right over there in 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 idaho and and go and start this right he was like you guys are it just get it going it doesn't have to be perfect just get it going kind of like your channel both your channel let's just get it going right just do it just do just it do it just do it sometimes we wait for perfection and nothing will ever be perfect so if we don't ever start we may never get started right so i i do yeah. appreciate that about you yeah i'm definitely the perfectionist in our marriage and mm -hmm. he balances me out and sometimes just makes me jump <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we definitely don't have a perfect marriage. And, um, but that's what's so awesome is that we built a strong foundation 
in our first five years. And so we hit some huge, I mean, we have some huge marriage uh, trauma that happened that was so devastating. It pretty much rocked us all the way back down to that foundation. And we have a behind the scenes um, kind of a, a marriage ministry helping couples who are just on the brink of divorce. Um, and we don't have a great success rate or anything, but God does have a great success rate. Um, and what we can do is we can share our failures and our struggles and, you know, where we went wrong. We had the depression. We had, uh, you know, we just had a lot of issues that we don't even talk about the big stuff. Um, because every marriage has some big stuff they can't talk about. Yeah. Um, but we survived it. Yeah. And every day it's kind of a, you know, it's, we're just always working on it. And, yeah. you know, some days we do it well. And some days we don't do it well. And my husband is great enough to say, well, we're getting on camera anyway. So, <laughs> you know, but, and, so I, love, I love that. And I, yeah. I, love, I love what you guys are doing through that yeah. and really helping, helping us that way. And um, if it wasn't for that channel, I wouldn't have known about that amazing book that, that you, you gifted me oh. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I never heard of that book. You know, you guys talking through that book and that was, that was really, uh, really cool. Yeah. That so, was the yeah. spaghetti one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> women, are are like like waffles, women are like Women are like spaghetti. Yeah, I love that. It's a, so I'm, that's my next, it's the next book in line. I'm, I'm, I told you like, I'm waiting, I'm going to be reading it next. I'm super excited yeah. about it. But, you know, sometimes, you know, we go onto these channels and we'll, find people we resonate with and and we'll learn things that we never if we wouldn't have checked them out we would never know and uh, so I appreciate so much that you took that step and that you listen to your husband you know we do need that that sometimes either that <laughs> spouse or that best friend or that sister or brother to like just say hey come on you can do this you know sometimes some of us need that little push and, and that's okay we 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 need our community I, I talk about that's so important we need our community we need people around us um, so, so for me, you've been an inspiration, um, Krista, you know, when I hear you talk about, um, talk through the scriptures and, and maybe just share what you've been learning, you know, it's really cool to know, uh, how you had had journaled those years and, and now you're sharing from that. I, I had no idea. I was like, oh, wow, that's what happened. You had these journals. <laughs> that is so cool to know that, you know, but we don't know sometimes those stories of people, what you go through. And, and so many of us, we go through, we have those, those things that maybe people will never know, but God knows. Right. And, and God pulls us through and, and he, he not just pulls us through, but then he helps us grow and he strengthens us and he helps us find peace, which is what I really love because that I look at you and I feel like that is what you resonate. You resonate, not that you're perfect. Of course, I know we all have days and you know, you share about days that you don't feel peaceful still to this day, but that your overall demeanor and your heart and your life, you know, um, your life kind of shines that through your, your essence shines that peace. And so when I, when I look at you, I think, okay, I I'm hearing, I'm hearing her talk and I'm like, I'm feeling good. Like I'm feeling like, uh, you know, your voice and everything is so calm. And sometimes we just need that, you know, some women need that, just that calm hearing God's word or hearing about your day or hearing about your journey and your marriage or what you're getting out of this or that. So, um, thank you for doing that. Thank you for, for starting these channels, um, because you are blessing so many of us through them. And if you haven't checked out, uh, this, this is your first time, ladies, hearing about these channels. Uh, don't worry, I will have them in the show notes 
notes so you can check them out. Be sure to do that. And so I wanted to end with two final questions. Um, I like to end the show with two final questions to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, first of all, what is one of your favorite motivational quotes? And secondly, what is one of your favorite Bible verses? Okay, first, my favorite, this was hard. <laughs> it's hard to, it's yeah. a hard question because there's so many good ones out there. So the first one is one I heard on Toby Mac's uh, page quite a while ago. It's, if it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. And I love that because, you know, that's a gauge to, um, if this is going to cost me my peace, is this too expensive for me to, uh, and that could be anything. Um, and, but then I was struggling because this is not a motivational quote and it's not my official Bible verse, but I really loved uh, this through wisdom, a house is built and by understanding um Let's see. And by understanding, it is established by knowledge. The rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches. Believe it or not, that is a Bible verse. It's Proverbs 24, 3 through 4. But it tells us that through wisdom, if you're willing to seek out wisdom, you're willing to seek the scriptures, you're like searching for peace like it's a treasure um, and, and for your business and for your family, um, that you're seeking out wisdom and also seeking out understanding, understanding your spouse, understanding your business partner, understanding your customers, just understanding what God's will for you is, all of that kind of stuff. Um, understanding is established by knowledge. The rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches, and those pleasant and precious riches are peace. That's what you gain when you are seeking. Seek peace and pursue it. Um, I think that's another Bible verse too. Yes. Couldn't tell you where it's at at this moment. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And then my favorite um, Bible verse, this was really hard because really um, in the last few years, I have returned to the Bible and just started digging into the word of God. And I, uh, with a group of it happened to be that our pastor at our church had left and, and he was part of our home group and he was the leader. And so we were kind of at a stage of, I don't know what to do next. And the other groups in the Bible or in the church and the way it was going, they weren't digging into the word of God. And so we just got a group of our friends together and said, let's just get together on Sunday nights and we're going to do a Bible study. And we first just opened up Acts and we went through it and we started looking at all of the archaeological digs for the areas that we were doing. We started um, just kind of exploring uh, the history of some of the characters, which there's some really funny history on some of the characters. And we went through the book of Acts and then all of a sudden we went through Genesis and Exodus and Leviticus and we were looking up, you know, all the, the archaeological stuff in Egypt and then we were all through it was just amazing. We are now on year three. And so my favorite Bible verse is whatever passage I'm studying that week. A <laughs> so, <laughs> good one. <laughs> but, and then, you know, throughout my Bible, anytime I come across a verse for peace, I highlight it in blue. So I was like, oh, how am I going to come up with my favorite verse? But I did come up with one. 
And it is John um, 16, 33. And it is, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you all have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And just in the chapters right before that, even just a few paragraphs before that, Jesus is talking to his uh, disciples. He's about to leave them. He's about to walk away, you know, die on the cross and leave. But he tells them he's going to leave them the comforter. He's going to leave them the advocate, the helper. That is the Holy Spirit and um, the spirit of truth. So what these chapters do and what this does is tell me that I'm not alone and that the Holy Spirit is with me and he's going to help me. He's going to advocate for me. He's going to comfort me. He's going to be by my side to lead me and guide me if I'm searching for that wisdom. And that is going to bring me peace. Not that the, with the world being all trouble in, you know, the world around us is scary. Sometimes in our own lives, scary. Yeah. But when you have the Holy Spirit next to you, you can walk through the fire. You can walk through the water. In fact, um, and I'll wrap this up really quick because I know, <laughs> but I get so excited about this stuff because God brought me through some hard times in my business. And one was, it was that Alfred Angelo closing. It was the recession where I didn't know where the next money was going to come from. And there was nothing I could physically do. I tried everything to bring in customers, but you can't bring them in in the middle of a recession or a pandemic or any of those kind of things. Sometimes you just have to lean on God and trust him. And um, he took care of all of our bills, like one by one, we just could pay little bits or catch up or, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And one time I was walking to the bank, I just needed a walk because it was so stressful. And I had a little bit of a check and it was just barely enough to cover the next set of bills and as I was walking I heard him in my voice Isaiah 43 uh, 2 2 when you pass through the waters I will be with you and when you pass through the rivers they will not sweep over you when you walk through the fire you will not be burned the flames will not set you ablaze that is back to that's why you have peace I tell you these things because uh, so that you will have peace because the world can have trouble, but I'm going to walk through it and you're not going to get burned. I'm going to take care of you. And so if you have a relationship with Christ, if you're a business owner, if you're a parent, you can trust that God's going to be walking right beside you. Yes, you're still going to run into some problems, but he's not going to let you get burned or drown. And he's going to show you the next step. And so that was not one verse, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I can see so it. And you know what? There's a story behind it. And that's amazing. So I appreciate you expanding on that because yeah. it, it really helps us even more learn about that, finding that mm-hmm. peace. So those scriptures are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing them with us, Krista. And so how can people connect with you and, and tell us um, also the, the, the channels, um, how to find these channels and then how, if, if there's a way to actually contact you as well. Okay, so of course the channels are uh, for our peace channel. It's uh, finding shalom, and that's usually me in a sewing machine sometimes, and uh, the Word of God sometimes, and that's just finding shalom on YouTube. You can also find this on um, Instagram and Facebook too. I got to get better at posting. <laughs> <laughs> 
is so busy. I'm in bridal season. And then you can find um, our couples for marriage ministry is at uh, on YouTube. Um, Say I do forever, which is also on Instagram and Facebook as well. Nice. Uh, and then you can personally email me at, um, let's see, what is it? Journey to Shalom at gmail.com. So it's journey and then the number two, uh, Shalom. So journey to Shalom at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And Krista, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing all you did. Um, I really love hearing your story and getting to know you on a deeper level. And I'm, I'm so excited um, that we finally have gotten to meet. I know that on Zoom, yes. but still we're meeting, talking live. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm such a fan. She's like, oh no, I'm such a fan. <laughs> and so we're like each other's fans, but this is so yeah. great. <laughs> we can start a fan club. For right, we should totally start a fan club. <laughs> thank, thank you so much, Krista. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for oh, being on Oh, it's been a pleasure for me. I just love you to pieces. Thank you so much, Rosie. I love you too. Thank you so much. And ladies, I will see you in the next one. Thank you. <laughs> hey, sister, real quick, if you received any encouragement from this podcast, the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dreams.